Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Hotopo, as Sean calls it, or as I call it, the Hot Topic Podcast. This is episode number 12, and Sean, this is very exciting because we have a new setup here. Yeah, we're finally doing it from my home. The comfort, uh, I was going to say the comfort of my own home, but uh, this is not my home, but the comfort of your own home. It's like your home. Your bed's here. (laughs) Yeah, I guess... uh, (laughs) One of my beds is uh, is here set up, and uh, no, this is cool. This is different. I feel much more at ease, much more relaxed, and I feel like uh, the vibe is going to be a little bit different these next uh, few episodes if we record like this. Kind of like the uh, vibe at uh, Club CDL, one of our proud sponsors here on the Hotopo. Thanks for saying Hotopo, by the way. Located at 8305 Chimay Cote d'Elias in the West Island, and all their clay indoor courts, their hard courts. They have four squash courts and a full gym and everybody thinks it's just about tennis but it's about the gym experience and everything that comes in. I know that they're pushing the pickleball and if you haven't heard of pickleball, you're going to hear about pickleball. Check it out at clubcdl.com or on Facebook at clubcdl. I've seen uh, the pickleball, have not played the pickleball. but I, w- I want to play pickleball. One-stop shop for all uh, fitness needs. You could ask Simon Salika, Sean. I am continuing to train him. So if you see him walking around and he looks like he's walking a little bit funny, uh, that's because uh, we banged out a very tough uh, leg day, uh, which is what he needs a lot of work on. He's got, like, little spaghetti strings. Uh, Sean, the uh, Hot Topic podcast is also brought to you by... Aviva Greek Tavern, which has moved now at uh, 4868 Sources Corner Ansel Living from uh, just across from the old Adonis. They have great lunch specials starting at $9.95 every day, a variety of fresh fish daily, and you can even order your fish of choice in advance. You can find them on Uber Eats and on Skip the Dishes. I just want a pita right now. Yeah, I'm hungry. That's, that's, that's what I want. I just want a pita. And we're also brought to you by our good friends at betonline.ag There's a certain game coming up in about a week and a half, maybe a week from whenever you're listening to this, and every single possible spread, line, parlay you can think of it's going to be. The prop bets at betonline.ag are some of the absolute best prop bets. Go use the promo code HOTTOPIC and receive a 50% welcome bonus. What a time to do it with the big game coming up in just a couple of weeks. Who do you got? Are you giving a prediction for that? Or are we waiting for uh, maybe episode 13 no, to give we, our... we can wait for episode okay. 13. But I do want to uh, mention, Sean, some of the uh, prop bets that I have seen. Oh, at, they're, uh, so, they're so good. Uh, there's a lot of really fun ones. Um, I'll tell you this. Uh, I really liked uh, Will Shakira or J-Lo show butt cleavage. Uh, that was one of the prop bets that you could go with uh, for the halftime show, of course. Uh, yes. Yes, you want to see the cleavage, or yes, there will be cleavage. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, they had uh, over or under. There's only two questions there, wasn't there? Uh, I gave you three no, yeses. No, no, there's, there's two people. I know, but I gave, you, I gave you three yeses yeah, to you, a You might be channeling your uh, inner Daniel Bryan. And uh, also, Sean? Yes. Uh, Donald Trump over under 13 and a half tweets during the Super Bowl? Uh, take the under. Take the under? Yes. And uh, also, I saw some interesting ones uh, for Eli Manning's press conference. Uh, will he mention Daniel Jones? I don't know what the exact uh, spread was, but it's one of the lines you can play. And who will he mention first in his press conference, Archie 
or Peyton? Uh, poor Cooper. Bet uh, <laughs> Online, your online sportsbook experts. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks. Gallo and Sean are the best guys with that show I love. It's called what? The show you love that you don't know the name of? No, because uh, I'm in a mental hospital. I can't get out. <laughs> Hold on. I got it for you. It's more of a, uh, a hot topic. <laughs> hot topic. Yeah, yeah. Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah. Seamster Campbell. You are my... No! Campbell and Gallo, two guys who spend way too much time together. They're, they're pretty tight, those guys. Similar interests. They hit that show, Hot Topic. That's what best friends do. No! 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 Oh, yeah, Mitch. Episode 12. We don't even know what it's called yet. The Hotopo from the comforts of my home. This is new. I like this. I like this setup. I like that we are ready to go, and we're ready to talk little Montreal Canadiens to start things off. Just a tad. They've been on their break. But, Mitch, I got to know what could happen or what does it have to happen for Claude Julien to possibly lose his job. Because everybody thought he was going to lose his job during the break. That didn't happen. At this point, is his job safe for the rest of the year? I don't think it's safe if they miss the playoffs, Sean. I think if you look at three years in a row without making the playoffs, there's not many coaches in the National Hockey League that would be able to survive okay, so let me just those jump kind in. of results. I get that. So you, you said if he doesn't make the playoffs. So you, do you think he's safe for the rest of the year now, and then the decision would be at the end of the season? Yes. Okay. I don't. I don't see really a, a point in a coaching change at this time, unless it was done like last week. Oh, I think even even okay. You need more time than last week. I think you look at the teams that have made a change. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights did it last week. The Maple Leafs did it back in November. Yes. And I think that's kind of the right time to do it. You can see like. You could see pretty early on in a season if a team is responding to a coach. And, Sean, there's so many different elements to get into when we talk about the head coach of the Canadians because a lot of people say, you know, the players are playing for him. They haven't quit on the coach. That's not the only reason you fire a coach. Just because the players are working hard, they're professional athletes. You know, and, yes, sometimes players do check out on a coach, and that is a reason to fire a coach. But that's not the only reason you fire a coach. You could have a coach that the players love, and it's still sometimes time to say, okay, enough, we need to bring somebody else in. And one of those reasons could be results. And you can blame Mark Bergevin. I know a lot of people that support Claude Julien will say, well, Mark Bergevin hasn't provided Claude Julien with enough talent. I don't know if I buy that argument necessarily, because I don't know if there was a lot more talent here when Michel Therrien was coaching and he got better results out of the team. People will say there was more talent. Yeah, I know what you're I, saying. I don't know if I believe that to be the case. I think it's pretty equal. Um, I don't think the results have been there for the Canadians, and I think that would be a reason why you might need a fresh voice with this team. 
it's three losing years in a row. And for Claude, I know it's been a long I've time. I've mentioned this many times. It's been a long time since he's coached a team for 82 games and had success. Yeah, maybe a, a fresh outlook is something with the same group, right? And like you said, in, it's not November, it's not December. Uh, February is very is, is creeping up. So this year, I think that Claude Julien is still there. Now, it doesn't mean if they miss. I, I really think it really matters how they miss. And I and I, I think that the Canadians and the coach will be evaluated on how this team plays when it's healthy. Because I know they won't use the excuse, but I think that there was a factor in, in their losses. Now, they shouldn't have lost eight in a row and only picked up one point on, along the way. It was an ugly roster. You're, you're having Riley, Barber, and Vedamo, and Thompson on a fourth line, and your other line has Weiss and Cousins. Like, half your lineup is guys that may not even be in the lineup when everybody's healthy. Okay, so that, I, I get that aspect of it, but I think that they're going to be evaluated, Mitch, mm -hmm. on how they play when everybody's healthy. And I, and I think if, say, they, you know, they don't necessarily have to go on a run to make the playoffs, but they look like a team that's going to develop into something and played well for the coach and had a good power play and had a good penalty kill, I think that might be able to keep his job. You know, Sean, that's um, a very rational way of looking at it. And I think it's a very fair way of looking at it. I just go back to the three years, though. No, like, I... if, like if, if, if they... If they play well down the stretch and it's because they're healthy and, you know, they're going to use the excuse of the injuries this season, I still do think it's part of his job to coach well when they are injured and when they're in those long losing streaks, he wasn't able to get them out quick enough. Twice eight games, right? Yeah, so that, that second on one that. where they lost every one by one goal, yeah. that, that one, I think, really hurt them. So, yes, I think you're looking at it in a fair, rational way, but... Thank you. I, th I think if if you're evaluating an organization top to bottom and you're trying to make your team the best they can be, I do think you have to look at not just this year, but you have to look at everything he's done since he's been brought in as the coach of the Canadians. All right, so we're at the uh, all-star break in the National Hockey League, Mitch. If Claude Julien's not going to win the Jack Adams, who is? Uh, Sean, I got to go with uh, I got to go with John Tortorella. Torts, I, Torts, man, the 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 job this guy has done is outstanding. I think a lot of people thought maybe his seat was going to be the hottest in Columbus just because one year ago they went on that run where they won a playoff round and, and they, there was a lot of hype and buzz in the city of Columbus for the first time. And then they lose Panarin and they lose Bobrovsky and they lose Duchesne and they lose... Uh, who's that other guy they got from Ottawa, the, the middling player? The middling player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the other, the, the, he was an okay goal scorer. We always made fun of him because he played for Ottawa. It's the other trade. Anyways, I'll, I'll think about it in just okay. a second. I'm not even sure who you're referencing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll, you, as soon as I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you'll be like, yeah. That's, yeah, I know. Columbus, they, yeah. they, they went they went on the bit of the, uh, you know, that but they push lost last every, year. But they lost everybody. Yeah. Uh, all they did was bring in Gustav Nyquist. And, you know, they've had injuries as well. Bjorkstrand has been great. Bjorkstrand has been great, you know. But, you know, Cam Atkinson was having a disappointing mm -hmm. season. Uh up into uh, just a well, they're getting goaltending now too, and I think that's you know, Merzlikens is uh, kind of taken over that spot in goaltending, and they weren't sure you know if it was going to be Corporate Sallow or, or Merzlikens, and you know, a good coach has a good goaltender, and I know that most coaches will say that, and that's kind of how they win those awards. But I think there's a couple other names you can look at, and I think that uh, Sullivan with the Penguins, 
Yeah. And, and that's one with injuries and how good they are. I I really think they're going to finish the season strong, and that's an impressive team. And the other one that I think that will get a little bit more love across Canada is Travis Green. Now, it depends on where they finish, and it's so tight. You Sean, know, you, you, can lose Vancouver, a, you can lose a game and be in, out of the, in the Pacific. You can lose a game and go from first to fifth. I know. And what right now, it's, it's looking good for Vancouver. They went on a bit of a run. But even if they just get in, I think that he'll get some consideration for Coach of the Year. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. And and you know what? We might be talking about the top three. By the way, the player I was thinking Dezingle. about. Ryan Dezingle. He, I, he I got, got it before you said it. <laughs> Ryan Dezingle was the guy I was talking about. Uh, but Thanks uh, for all the tweets, by the way. You could tweet Sean R. Campbell right. or Mitch Y. Gallo. You know, Whenever I, you're listening to this. Randomly, we're going to get like this tweet on the weekend. <laughs> Dezingle, you idiots. Dezingle. Right. I, uh, Good title for the I, podcast. I love... Uh, I love Jones and Warinsky, and I think they got some underrated players uh, in Columbus. But I think uh, John Tortorella is doing an excellent job at, at making that team believe that they can compete every night. They work really hard, so my vote would go to him. I like the two players that you named them. Yeah, those. I, I think that there's and there's more than the, just those three candidates because I think it really matters on how the season finishes. I, I don't know if any of the coaches that took over halfway through the year are going to be up there for coach of the year. I think if you just finish the season you know, coaching the whole 82 games, you'll be in consideration with the amount of coaches yeah, that point. have been fired. You know, I, I, I will say this, uh, and I know we're starting to talk about awards here. Um, I look at Columbus, and I really think that uh, you talk about uh, Elvis Merzlikens, and I know people aren't going to love it because uh, it's a bit of a different situation, but I think uh, consideration for Rookie of the Year. I think consideration for rookie of the year, he he meets the uh, yeah he, he meets the guidelines because I believe he's a 24-25. The maximum age is twenty six. He's played twenty games already. So if you look at and I know Corpusello eventually is going to come back from injury. And maybe yeah, he ends away. up playing forty maybe on the he year. Plays forty something games. Yeah, you know, and he has that save percentage hovering around that nine twenty five mark. I think uh, Merzlikens is going to get some serious consideration for Rookie of the Year because it's pretty impressive that he was able to go from playing uh, professional in Switzerland and then play very minimal amount of time in the America League. I know it was a bit of uh, a rough uh, start yeah. for him in his first four or five games, uh, but since then he's been tremendous. And it's been a while since we've seen a goaltender uh, win. Uh, the rookie of the year. So uh, I, I'm going to say right off the bat, I think he's going to have a pretty good shot at it. I think it's hard to uh, take over guys like Kale McCarr and Quinn Hughes. The, those guys have had outstanding years yep. in their rookie yep, seasons. Sure. Uh, you want to look into the Atlantic division, where the Canadians are a little bit. I, I look at the eight teams, and it seems like I find like they've divi- divided themselves into four little groups. And you can argue with me or disagree. I think Tampa and Boston have taken over the top. Yeah. You have Florida and Tampa, uh, sorry, Florida and Toronto who can go on incredible runs and put on some offense and then you, the next night just duds of games. But for more often than not, they'll win than they lose. Buffalo and Montreal can't figure things out. They're better than their records show, but they just can't get into that top four group. And well, we know what's Ottawa and Detroit. I don't. That's. I kind of look at them like I see each. There's like pairings off of teams. Yeah, there is. I. I think um, when you look at Boston, Tampa Bay, I, I really feel Boston has been slipping lately, mm-hmm. and Tampa Bay has been surging. I think. I think we're gonna. But see that's a kinda, swap in the Yeah, but that's. But that's fine. But that's kind of like Tampa was slipping early, and Boston was surging. It. Yeah. It. In the end, they'll probably end up two points away from each other. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think Tampa's going to have a bit of a bigger cushion. I, Sean, I think uh, we just were primed for another Toronto-Boston yeah. first-round series uh, for a third uh, year in a row. Uh, I yeah, think... but Toronto has to go on a bit of a run, and they are in big injury problem, and I think that that's a concern for them. It is, and I, I, I'm guessing you know Morgan Riley's at least a month away. I don't know if they'll be able to address their defense on trade. Jake Muzzin, he's uh, going to be back, I think, uh, when they come back from the All-Star break. That's going to be a huge addition yeah, to their lineup. Yeah, he's been conditioning stint. He's going for a conditioning stint, then he's going to come back on Monday next week. I, I do think there's too much firepower there. I think Freddie Anderson hasn't been giving them saves lately. He's been a sieve. I think he is going to figure out his game, and I think Toronto has more. But if he figures than Florida his, does. if he figures out his game for the rest of the season, he'll lose it in the playoffs. He might. He's, <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's you know how I feel. I, I, I think he's a good enough goalie, but I don't think he's good enough to win a Stanley Cup with. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where you and I disagree. I don't think you need an outstanding goalie to win the Stanley Cup. I think you do with that defense. And, and now it's the you know, defense Sean, without I, I, Morgan I, I Riley. I do think that defense is better than people give it credit for when they're healthy. I think when, when you're down Muzzin and Riley, it's trash. Well, it's yeah, you need, but those, I think when you you have need those, those two. I think when you have those two guys, it's really not that bad. Yeah, Tyson Berry has not been the Tyson Berry they thought they were going to get. No, and he's been up and down. He's been better since uh, Babcock was fired, but the consistency has been an issue. I will say this about the division, Sean. Yeah. In two years from now, with where Ottawa and Detroit are going to be picking, where their prospect pools are at, where I think the Canadians' young players are at, where Toronto's at, where Tampa's at, where Boston's at, where Buffalo's at, I think this division is going to be by far the toughest, most competitive division in the league. Oh, well, I hope so. Why did the Zamboni driver call a plumber? Why? Because the ice was flooded. Hello, we're back. Oh yeah, it's time for another pop quiz on the Hotopo Hot Topic Podcast. Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo, brought to you by 11 Waves, 11waves.com. All right, Sean, you want me to go first? You missed the, oh, you let missed their, the line. Let their, let their team make waves for you. Yeah, are we going to have that challenge? Which challenge are you talking about? The uh, homies and Tigronis there uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. challenge. <laughs> they've been they've been talking smack. You keep giving uh, them shout outs. Yeah. Do they give us enough shout outs? Do they shout outs? Yeah, they do. Just once. This is twice now that you're. Oh, uh, so I shouldn't do it until they do it us again. Like maybe. Tip for tat, man. Well, now that we said the second time, they're going to mention our hot to- our uh, hot topic sure podcast. Sure, hope so. All right. Uh, would you like me to go first? Or you want to go? Uh, first? I'll go first, Sean. Okay. Um, Let's work that we, brain. We are going to go with uh, franchise leaders, and you were talking before franchise leaders, franchise about leaders. the Florida Panthers. Yes. So I would like to know the top five point getters in franchise history of the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers. The top five. Yes. Top five all time with the Florida Panthers. All time with the Florida Panthers. Uh, Huberto Jokinen. Huberto's one. Yeah. Jokinen's two. Yes, because Huberto just passed Jokinen. That's right. Which is why How'd I'm I do? A- How'd I do which, on that? Well, this is why I'm asking you the I know. Question. How'd I do on that one? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good so far. Yeah, uh, that's why I was asking you. Huberto uh, just passed him. This okay. Uh, you know, it's, 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 I'm trying to think. It's uh, Pavel Burry wasn't there long enough, but he put big points. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, stability within that franchise, right? I feel like Corey Stillman was there for a while. No, no, he, I think, spent more time in Tampa. That's, that's the one. But he did do both, right? I think 
maybe briefly in Florida, but I remember Yeah, maybe I get you're right. He was he was definitely more time in Tampa. Radic Dvorak, right? Yeah, Radic Dvorak is uh, further down number though. eight, number seven. Number oh, he's eight, number seven. seven. Yeah, he's pretty high. There's like it's Sean. The oh, reason no. I'm asking you is because the list isn't great. Uh, Joe Manoski was there for a while. Yeah, not Joe Manoski. No, but he didn't. He was on a point. We're producer. not. We're not looking for defensemen here. Okay, so no, no defensemen on the no, Florida. Don't, don't give me no Jay Bobeister. Don't give me no Jovanovski okay. or Aaron Ekblad or whoever. Yeah, like Barkov. Barkov hasn't been there long Barkov enough. number three. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> Wow. Because I was like, Barkov's been outstanding, but... Barkov number three. Okay, then maybe I just have to stick with the team that they have, like, right now. Uh, no more on the current roster. Uh, well, one, one on the current roster seven, but no more on the oh, current okay. roster. We're talking about retired players now. Like, it's just retired players yes. in the Florida... Melanby? Melanby's five. Okay. So now you're missing one more, and I'd, I'd be surprised if you got him. Yeah, you can give me a clue then, if, if you'd be surprised. Uh, clue, he, uh, as a free agent, signed a big deal with uh, the Red Wings and then was hurt all the time and kind of fizzled out. He signed a big deal with the Red Wings. Yeah, like they gave him a lot of money in free agency. and then He's European, right? No. no. I think he's pretty sure he's going Okay. Big deal. Pretty sure. It's like there's 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 a European player that's stuck in my head with for the Florida Panthers when I'm trying to talk it through my, my he brain. He signed with Detroit. He was a, a big good, deal. A, well, you know, big deal for him. Okay, is what I is what I I should say. I do not. I, I can't get this. My brain's not working. Yes, I just want. Uh, yeah, he's from Toronto. Okay, who is it? Uh, we were looking for Stephen Weiss. Stephen Weiss. Stephen Weiss. Yeah, that wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that might. But can you imagine already uh, Huberto yeah. and Barkov are one and three and will soon be one and two on the yeah. all-time Florida Panthers list? That's crazy. Jokinen, I mean, passing Jokinen, he was there for a, good, a bit. I liked Ole Jokinen as a player, especially yeah. when he was with Florida. All right, for my pop quiz I have for you, Mitch Gallo. Yeah. Uh, I've been talking a lot about when you want to create a great team. You know, all, everybody's saying you got to tank and have those top picks, right? But then everybody counters. The Canadians have those top picks, right? Uh, you got Sperry Kakanyemi's a top five. Jonathan Jeroen's a top five. Carey Price is a top five. Carl Alsner's a top five. I'm just saying, you know, you team, you, your organization has those top five picks. Yeah. It's all about getting the superstars in rounds two and three. Why is Boston so good? Marshawn Bergeron. Right. Why is Tampa Bay so good? Kucherov, Kucherov on point, point like, et cetera. They, they're not just good players, like superstars in the second and third round. Yeah. But let's concentrate on the second round. Okay. I would like to ask you a question, Mitch Gallo, about the Montreal Canadiens' second-round picks. Can you tell me the only four second-round picks that the Canadiens have made since 2000 that have played over 100 games? <laughs> it may be an indication of... Where the Canadians now? Some years they traded away their second round pick, and they've had third round picks that have been better than their second round picks. But second round picks, only four players have played over a hundred games, so it doesn't make them great. You do know all four players. Yeah. Um, since which year? Two thousand. Two thousand. I thought it was a nice round number to use. Okay, so uh, Lekkinen. Lekkinen is one. Yes. Latondres. Number well, not number two, but yes, Latondres. I thought uh, Latondres was one. I thought I'd have to give you a good clue for, and I was gonna say Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with hot dog. How about uh, Ribeiro? Uh, nope, no, not Ribeiro. Is he a third rounder? 
he was uh, before 2000. Before 2000. Yes. Okay, so but he was a second. So he was a second rounder. Very good. Congratulations. Yes. Um... You're missing a really big second rounder that the Canadians have picked. Like, huge. And the other one, it's he's still in the NHL. Well, the, the two left are still playing in the NHL. The two left are still playing in the NHL. Yes. Yeah. One is... Uh, I said one's a definitely bigger name, but I think they're both, you know, maybe struggling a little bit. Uh, Subban? Subban, yes. And the last one. I thought it might have been one of the first Subban ones. Subban, the one struggling a little bit? Well, yeah, the yeah. other guy's struggling around too. The other guy's struggling Sub too. Yeah. But this guy's maybe always struggled, but uh, he's on his third NHL team. Oh, Jacob Delarose. Yeah, I'd have trouble getting that one. Yeah, Jacob Delarose, Arturi Lekkonen, P.K. Subban, and Guillaume Latendresse, the only four players drafted in the second round by the Canadians since 2000 to play over 100 games. Hashtag second round failures. Yeah, that's not a good stat, Sean, for the uh, scouting staff of the Canadians. No, you want to hit your second round. Now, their last look, their last few years in the second round, I think they're excited about, but still, wait. Wait for that. Yeah, you better hit. Yeah. So that is your pop quiz. Putin. <laughs> How did the Canadians get to the Bell Center? How? They take, they take hab rides. That's right. I said Putin. A little random sports thoughts of Mitch Gallo? Yeah, let's do it. On the Hotopo random sports thoughts. If you have any random sports thoughts, you can send them our way. That's pretty much, you know, what Twitter is almost half the time. Just random sports thoughts. And that's uh, where I'm going to start, Mitch. My first random sports thought is about Alex Ovechkin. It's Ovechkin! I think it's stupid and idiotic that he has to be suspended for a game. And I understand the rules and why they do it, but when the NHL decides to put Brady Kachuk into the All-Star game because his dad was from there and his brother's already there over Brad Marchand and Kucherov and Stamkos and Barkov, you can't suspend Ovechkin for not going when you bring guys in just for a PR stunt. Stupid and idiotic. You stupid idiot. I heard that. You're supposed to. Yeah, I just would like to know. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I would just like to know uh, if those guys that you mentioned were asked. Tatar deserves it more than Brady Kachuk. Yeah. We're watching an all-star game that has two Ottawa Senators on it. Let's yeah. let's get it, real. It's, let's it's, let's it's, get real. It's, it's two Ottawa Senators too many. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get and but I John, get maybe Kachuk just doesn't have a life, and the other guys do. Yeah, so they asked 25 other guys. It is, it, you know, it is Thursday or Wednesday night that, you know, they had to find the replacement. Look, I don't, and here's just quickly on the thing. I love the story of Kachuk going to the All-Star game, and I know it doesn't matter who goes. I'm cool with that. I think it's idiotic that they do something like that when they suspend Ovechkin. That's what I think is a little bit of a double standard. Yeah. I just don't know if the other guys wanted to go. Sure, that's fine. So they get the choice not to go, but Ovechkin doesn't? Oh. It's Ovechkin! It's a little different. Ovechkin had time to plunge. These guys, like, if, if Stamkos is on the beach Ovechkin the Bahamas, and they're like, you want to come to the All-Star game on Friday? Yeah, but Ovechkin, Wednesday? Ovechkin doesn't go. They get to send TJ Oshie, and everybody's happy. St. Louis Blues, yay! <laughs> 
but now they have to punish Ovechkin and punish me because I'm going to be at the Bell Center on Monday and not be able to watch Ovechkin. So screw you, NHL. Yeah, that part kind of sucks. Sean, my uh, first random sports thoughts. Very simple one, and I don't even know if it's that random, but I was watching... Boston and uh, and Pittsburgh on Sunday afternoon last week, and Crosby assisted on the first goal, and then on Pittsburgh's second goal, he made a, a, a lovely between the legs uh, pass to the slot, and they scored. Yes. And I just thought to myself, man, oh man, just hockey in general is better when Crosby's around, and it is gonna suck when he's gone. It'll suck when he's gone. And, uh, you know, as as uh, as he gets older, you know, he's uh, 33, 34 years old now. As, as he gets older, I, 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 I try to learn to appreciate him a little bit more than maybe I did when not. I Like, it's funny. I, I, and, I, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Goes. Yeah, no, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I'm going to jump in because I, I feel like my love for Crosby has expanded over the last four years. And, and when he was young, I wasn't a huge fan. I appreciated his skill. But I felt over the, and I feel like you are kind of there where I am now, where you're starting to appreciate. And the more you watch him, you're going to appreciate him more. He's one of my favorite players on. See, but I appreciated him a lot at the very beginning, year one, two, and three. And then I was like, meh, I kind of like this Ovechkin guy better. And there's a lot of great players in the league. And then there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure to choose one or the other. Yeah, there was. And then he he got the concussion issues. And then he came back, and I was like, oh, my God, I miss this guy. This guy's amazing. But then again, you know, he won the two cups in a row. I was like, eh. But now I'm really starting to appreciate uh, Crosby. And sometimes I think you have to uh, lose something to, to realize how much you love something. And, and I, it's funny because I know uh, I'm going to be uh, here at your place watching the Royal Rumble on Sunday. Yes. And I only, this is a random sports. And I, this will be my random sports thought number two, okay? Okay, so I'll, I'll do two in a row? Yeah, you can do two in a row. I compare how I feel about Sidney Crosby to how I feel about John Cena. I, I completely understand <laughs> it. And you know what? Like, Cena's yeah. gone now, and I'm like, man. I miss Cena. I kind of miss that guy. And if he comes back at the Royal Rumble, I'll be like, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, but when he was around, I was like, eh. Oh, by the way, uh, for bold predictions coming up, my bold prediction is just about the Royal Rumble. Okay, that's fine. I'm good with that. Like <laughs> All that. right, so I got a couple of random sports thoughts. Uh, this is my uh, time. The KHL is uh, in full swing, and I know a lot of people are paying a little bit more hockey around the world. Uh, just a reminder that one of the best Twitter accounts out there is the SKA St. Petersburg English <laughs> News Feed. Uh, I, I encourage you to follow it at HCSKA underscore news. Okay, it is almost a direct translation from Russian, and it doesn't translate the greatest. And today, I, I tweeted a tweet. I, I retweeted one of theirs today, and had a, it had everything to do with Darren Dietz pulling off these sweet moves. <laughs> I was St. Petersburg was having trouble. It is a great Twitter account. It just describes hockey a little differently than the way that we describe hockey, but it gives you the details of the game that you need if you do follow the KHL. And you know that I follow the KHL a little bit. Not, you know, I'm not going to say I sit there and watch every single game, but I do enjoy following up to know what's going on. 
to Russia. But that is one of the better Twitter accounts and one of my favorite Twitter accounts out there. HCSKA underscore news. Just want to put that out there. And my final one goes a little bit more to baseball. I threw this out there uh, hosting this week during the midday on TSN 690. Which athlete deserves to be in a Hall of Fame that isn't? A lot of people have forgiven Pete Rose. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's my final round of sports thought. A lot of people are just over this whole Pete Rose thing. They just want him. They love him. And time heals all wounds. That's that's weird because, you know, even if you take uh, the gambling stuff out of it, uh, Pete Rose is a pretty shitty uh, individual. Uh, My last uh, round of sports thought, uh, Sean, what happens to Gritty? Like, every article I read, like, so Gritty punches some kid in the back of the head, right? 13-year-old boy punches him. Yeah. Every article I read, it's Gritty. Yeah. Gritty has done this. Yeah. So, obviously, 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 we know that the person that was wearing the Gritty costume is going to get in trouble here. If, if in fact, something did happen. We know that. Is it, has, has anything occurred to you here? This is just to make Gritty more Gritty. This is all publicity. There's no other way why a police report or newspapers in reading the story would actually just write gritty. They would say Dave Smith, in who was playing the part of gritty, is in trouble for hitting a underage boy. That's what the police report <laughs> would say. This... They got together with the police. They got together with a kid and a family, and they got together newspapers and let it all spread around to create the monster that is gritty. <laughs> You're nuts. Are you nuts that you think a police report's going to write gritty? You're nuts in the fact that you think the Philadelphia Flyers would think it's good publicity for their mascot to be accused of punching a boy in the back of the head. No, this is this is all done on purpose. This is straight out WWE, man. They're just getting promotion. Like, this is... You saw the way they've done Gritty from the beginning? This is just for the legend of Gritty. It's n- uh, this, the, There's no way that the police report would write Gritty. There's no way the Philadelphia Flyers would be like Gary Bettman. Okay, so you're telling me that if I go outside and I smack a kid in the back of the head, they're going to say, Chicken Soup Guy, and then they're going to not say, like, Sean Campbell? No. Well, no, it's, if you do that, Sean... It's for sure going to be some guy wearing a chicken suit beat up a kid on the side of the road. But not in a police report when they know who it is. What if they don't know who it is? What, he, they just found a suit empty in the corner? Well, you know, maybe the... Philadelphia the... knows who goes in that suit. They get asked, who was the guy in the suit? Well, it was that guy. Well, who was in the suit that day? Everyone's like, I don't know. Was he They're you? just or... saying it's gritty because it's part of the publicity. You're falling into the trap. I think you're crazy. <laughs> I think you're crazy. You think you think I'm crazy? Flyers would want that type of publicity. You think I'm crazy, but you know deep down there's some truth to what I'm saying. It's it's ridiculous that they refer to it as gritty everywhere. Which was, anyways, there's some truth. Random sports thought over to what I'm saying. Random sports thought over. Imagine approaching Gary Bettman with that. Gary, listen, this is what we want to do. We want to. You don't approach Gary Bettman. You just do it. Yeah. Now Gary Bettman's. What's going on here? The NHL has to suspend Gritty. It's all part of their plan. The NHL's not suspending Gritty. If that comes out, you know I'm right. Yes. All right. Why was the hockey player not in when it was, when he was tagged? Why? He was in the neutral zone. Editor Headlines.
You ready for some editor headlines? Yeah, easy with the snappy over there, buddy. Wow. <laughs> we got to figure out if they're good headlines or bad headlines. True enough. As uh, you'll hear. Or. Depending if it's a good or a bad headline. I don't know how many good ones I have today. Yeah, I don't have very many good ones. <laughs> but sometimes it's kind of the way. Sometimes it's the bad thing. If you have any good editor headlines, it was, you know, it was the break. There was the buy for a lot of teams in the National Hockey League. So uh, you send them our way at uh, Hot Topic Podcast on Twitter. We have our own Twitter account for the Hot Topic Podcast. Or Mitch Weigall, Sean R. Campbell. It's episode 12. I, I hope you've been writing some notes from some good... Uh, you know, episode names. Yeah, I, I already think I know where we're going. Okay. You stupid idiot. I heard that. You're supposed to. Something about Gritty. <laughs> no, something about Ryan Dezingle. Uh, Sean, uh, all right, my first headline has to do with Gritty. Yes. It was actually going to be my last one, but I'll make it my first one because they're all kind of equal. They're all not very good. <laughs> my, uh, I already my, like my first My first headline reads, Gritty goes grimy. <laughs> See? I have a gritty one too. Of course you do. And and because of my story that I was just telling you, no pity for gritty. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's better than mine. <laughs> so well done there. Thank you. I just made it up right now. It's much better than the other one I wrote. So uh Sean, my uh, my second headline yes. has to do with the fact that uh, I'm sure you saw I wasn't exactly impressed that uh, coach Claude Julien chose uh, Nick Cousins to go uh, second in the shootout. Oh, I got a Cousins one. Uh on uh, on Saturday night. Yes. Uh so my headline's simple, right? Second Cousins. You've done that one before. <laughs> but he's never been second in the shootout. Yeah, mm. what, what do I do that for? Two goals? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Uh, see, for me, Cousins has been all over the lineup, right? He's been on the first line, the second line, the third line, the fourth line. But where did he find his success? When he went back to the fourth line, right? Yeah. So it's not a first cousin. It's better as a fourth. <laughs> no? No. Not good. So is there just a thing as fourth cousins? Yeah. Explain to me the the connection there on a fourth cousin. On a fourth cousin? Yes. Okay, I can explain you the connection on a fourth cousin. Okay? So a second cousin is the child of second your... Second cousin would be my father's cousin's kid. Yeah. It's yes. like, yeah, it's your, your dad's cousin's kid. Yes. That's the second cousin. Yes. Okay? Now, at that point, I have cousins like that. Yes. So okay? do I. Now, but they have kids and I have kids. Now, you're at third cousins. Okay. And then when I'm a grandfather and they're dads and then they have kids, you're at fourth cousins then. That's fourth cousins. It's just the trail down the ladder of cousins. My head hurts. My uh, You asked me to explain it and I explained it, okay? My uh, third headline reads, uh, this has to do with uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets and the outstanding play of uh, Elvis, Elvis uh, Merslickens. Okay. Yes. So my uh, my third headline reads, Elvis is alive. I thought you were going to do like Elvis is in the building. I was going to do that. It was actually, I had it written down. I'm like, uh, Jimmy's not going to get the reference. And then I realized Jimmy's not helping us with this at all. Yeah, no, we fired Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's gone. Weird, Jimmy, man. Jimmy, you suck. That was brutal. <laughs> uh so I was He's actually home I, was gonna, I was I was going to use Elvis is in, uh, is in the building, but I'm like ah, I'll just go with alive to keep it simple. So uh, can you I, put some Elvis in the background here? Yeah. I could do uh, I could do uh, Elvis is don't, in the building. Don't, don't. No, no, I'm not going to. Okay, I'm, I look, I, I'm okay with my other ones. Okay, okay. so I'm going to go with uh, Alex Ovechkin being suspended, and it's against Montreal on Monday. I'm not a fan of that. I know you already you're not. know. Yeah. So it's just straight headline: Ovi is out. 
Millhouse, what's seven in Roman numerals? I'll tell you, Bart. But you really should end each transmission with the word over. Over. Correction. The only thing that's over is that transmission. <gasps> yeah. Jimmy was here. He'd like that one. I don't care where Jimmy is. Ouch. Uh, Sean, uh, my fourth headline. What do you mean, ouch? The, ha, well, that's just mean. Has to do with the fact that uh, David Backus was assigned to the American Hockey League by the Boston Bruins. Do you see this? Yes. This? Yes. So my headline reads, Backus Spasms. One of your better ones. <laughs> that was not bad. That's not bad. That was one of your better ones. Thank you. Pretty good. Uh, I With... Uh, Awesome Matthews saying, oh, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to play. He's got a bobo. Yeah, whatever. They decide to go with Brady Kachuk. But I gave you the list of players earlier that were a lot better, that have had better years than Brady Kachuk. So my headline would read, Shady picking Brady. I like that one. That's good. good. Yeah. I'd save my last one, though, for uh, Larry Walker. Oh, I didn't have a Larry Walker one. Well, yeah, I'm a little, you know, I'm on the ball here. Gone with something moose. Damn it. All right. Uh, (laughs) My fifth headline has to do with the fact that uh, one, Moose one of is <laughs> loose in Cooper's town. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I went on a, too much of a run yeah, there. That was, you, you were starting well. Uh, Cooper's. <laughs> uh, Cooper's town. Okay, let me write that down. Yeah. Bad. Uh, Patrick Kane uh, got yeah. to 1,000 points uh, since yeah. our last headlines. My headline's very simple, Sean. Hawks lean on Kane. Yeah, okay. Well, sorry. Simple, to the point. You could actually use that in yeah, yeah. a headline. I got it. Uh, all right, my final one is about Larry Walker. Yes. And you know very simple headlines? Yes. It's about fucking time. <laughs> That's it. Straight to the point, man. Can't believe you dropped uh, an f bomb. It's for Larry. It's taken us forever for you to get to this moment. It's for Larry. Nice. Only it's only game. Why you have to be mad? Give in to your anger. That's just stupidity on my part. The action is. Hot and heavy? No, thanks. Please? No, thanks. A little one. Yeah, no, thanks. Gallo, was that our Hot Topic commercial? Campbell, I, I don't know. Come on, guys. This is embarrassing. Nice. Bold predictions. You want some bold predictions? Sure do, Sean. All right, I told you uh, my uh, bold prediction is about the Royal Rumble. Yeah. All right, so I got, I, I'm going to just pick my uh, my Royal Rumble, Rumble winners. Yes. Can I do that here on the Hotopo? Sure. Feel free. If you don't like wrestling, well, just get through the next uh, minute, okay? Yeah. Uh, how's this? Can I give you, for one of them, not a name, but can I say, for the Men's Royal Rumble, the winner will be from NXT? I hate that, but okay. I think it's going to be Keith Lee, but uh, the winner's going to be from NXT. I hate that, but okay. And the women's, Charlotte Flair. It's simple, but I... I I'm giving you the combo, but I have to be right for both. It's not, whoa, I'm right for one or the other. I have to be right for both. Okay. Uh, I'll just give you my uh, my Royal Rumble winners, too, then. If you're going with John Cena? No. Because <laughs> you mentioned it. No. Da, I'd, da, da, da. I'd be ecstatic if that happened. Yeah. But, no, I'm going to go with uh, Brock. Okay. Good choice. And Brock could uh, fight Bray to try to uh, unify the titles. Or they'll do something else. 
I'd like to see Brock versus Bray. I'd like to yeah. see that to unify the titles. And that, that also, you know, WrestleMania, the card is always so packed and they're having so much trouble filling it. Yeah, you kind of take two makes, champions it, and put them in one. one championship match. And uh, I will also go with uh, Charlotte. So we both think Charlotte's just yeah. walking away uh, with this I one. I think everybody thinks Charlotte's winning. Yeah, I just hope I get her number when she uh, gets yanked out. She'll probably be like 27 or something. Nobody knows what that means. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes, I know what You're you looking mean. forward to my Rumble party. <laughs> All right, uh, it's time to name that podcast. What do you got? What do you got with your uh, suggestions? I wrote down... Uh, I want the Ryan Dezingle one. Uh, Dezingle, you idiots? Yeah, Dezingle, you idiots. <laughs> I also had uh, Screw You NHL and uh, Kuzmer Town. Dezingle, you idiots. That's right. The Hot Topic Podcast. So uh, thankful for all our sponsors, including our good friends at betonline.ag. Sign up today. Use the promo code HOTTOPIC and receive a 50% welcome bonus. And just over a week away, or less than a week away, depending when you're listening, uh, to the big game, what team is going to win uh, the opening kickoff, uh, the, the coin toss, all those prop bets are just so good. Check it out. Betonline.ag, the fastest to market odds and updates and payouts with our new sportsbook partners. And Sean, also Club CDL. Here's what you got to do, right? Yes. So what you're going to do is you're going to have a Super Bowl party. And you're going to bet on the Super Bowl probably. But while you're watching the Super Bowl, you're going to eat a lot of food. Yes. And food that's not good for you. Yes. So then the day after the Super Bowl, you got to work off those excess calories that you put into your body. And you can do so by visiting Club CDL. Tennis is a great way to burn uh, calories. Uh, Squash is a great way. Or you can do any of their fitness stuff that they have at Club CDL. I love it there. It's a nice, peaceful gym with an outstanding staff and great people. Located at 8305 Charmaine Cote de in the West Island. Nine clay indoor courts. Uh, you have four indoor hard courts, four squash courts. I mean, it's a one-shop stop for everything you need. Check them out at clubcdl.com or on Facebook at Club CDL. Speaking of one-stop shops, what about Aviva Greek Tavern? They are now at 4868 Sources Corner, Awesome Living, across from the old Adonis Lunch Specials. I mean, it is the ideal place. I know over the holidays they were having Christmas parties just nonstop. Uh, they will accommodate whatever you need. They are uh, great. On Sources, our good friends at Aviva Greek Tavern. That's it for Episode 12. The All-Star break is going to be coming and going, and the second half of the season is underway for the National Hockey League. And, yes, we'll even tie in a little baseball just for Larry. All right. We'll meet again this way. It's Stop! Kyle! Your entertainment value. Vince and Sean, you guys are the greatest duo. VBF. It's all bad chicken. Jimmy, Jimmy, you suck. That was brutal. (laughs)